welcome to another episode of the Lead by DS Radio. Today we are joined by nephrologist Dr. Anil Kumar Bhiti, who is an expert in renal transplant and a urologist. Hi, doctor, and welcome to DS Radio. Hi, doctor. We know that you know kidneys are you know one of the major organs in our body, and you know uh, we've been through the pandemic and. often we wonder that how would the virus affect you know each of these organs so can covid like the the coronavirus have any impact on our kidneys yes uh, covid 19 does have an impact on the kidneys uh, they may be either a direct impact or an indirect impact most commonly it is because uh, because it depends on the how severe the covid 19 infection is uh it usually happens is one out of uh, five patients who get admitted to a hospital uh, due to covid-19 infection so will have some or other uh, kidney problem and uh, one out of three patients uh, who was uh, admitted in an icu for a covid-19 infection so will uh, require a dialysis support so the involvement of the kidney uh, in covid-19 infection uh, may be in the form of acute kidney failure uh, it may be form of a simple uh, hematuria hematuria is uh, rbc's uh, blood rbc's in the urine or there may be a mild protein leakage in the urine vital protein urea so some of this special characteristics of this virus they have got some tropism towards the renal epithelial cells uh, and especially in the glomerular part of the nephron in the kidney so where they may be responsible for some type of uh, glomerular nephritis it is also called as a collapsing glomerular nephritis though it is a rare thing but it is possible in addition to that it may cause other dis- some Uh, there is a tendency to form clots in the blood vessels like uh, you see in other organs in the there may be in high incidence of stroke or a heart attack the same thing like in the kidneys also there may be some clots in this thing so and there may be some uh, kidney failure because of that so uh, in addition to that uh, there may be some indirect impact on the kidneys like uh, usually the sicker patients of covid 19 infection they may have a low blood pressure they may be in icu they may develop secondary infection sepsis what we tell and because of that there may be a kidney injury so we tell acute renal failure that improves when the uh, patient on on a whole improves uh, he comes out of that respiratory failure when he comes out of icu uh, he the kidney functions also improve so do, during that time he may or may not require dialysis uh doing that but it depends on the severity of the infection another thing is that suppose if a person is already affected by uh, uh, one or the other uh, you know kidney disease and he's also affected by covid-19 in that case how severe is the uh, situation so there as we all have heard in many of the uh, media newspapers uh so those patients they they always used to give a, a special caution to some of the patients with the higher risk factors so like in uh, patients who are suffering from diabetes hypertension uh, those who have kidney diseases like if they have got a chronic kidney disease or if they are already on dialysis or if they have underwent a kidney transplantation and they are on immunosuppressive medications so these patients as such they are immunosuppressed and we know that uh, this uh, disease is uh, more severe in immunosuppressed patients 
so so diabetes hypertension patients on uh, uh, immunosuppressive medications and patients on dialysis are especially prone to develop a severe form of uh, uh, covid-19 infection and also the morbidities and the mortality mortality morbidity means the severity of the organ failures and mortality is the risk to life is higher in patients who have kidney diseases our patients who who are suffering from uh, kidney diseases or they are on dialysis or on transplant so we need to have a special caution so we need to alert and they uh, they should be given special awareness in the form of uh, uh, like the usual awareness uh, like uh, wearing a mask or uh, uh, keeping a 6 meter distance so we need to give a special caution to these patients because if at all they get affected so they may not be majority of them may not be uh, the mild or asymptomatic illness the majority of them may develop a moderate to severe covid-19 illness and the risk of risk to life is also very high and and now that you know we have uh, the vaccine is out so do you think that will also have an effect to patients what what do you think about the vaccine in general so vaccine there is still a lot of uh, confusion uh, among the public uh, though uh, the the cdc and uh, the indian government uh, has given sp- uh, that uh, special uh, guidelines uh, and uh, they keep on uh, Uh, create uh, creating awareness among the general public that vaccine is safe and it can be used by everyone uh, initially there was a bit of uh, confusion whether this should be given for patients who are on immunosuppressive medications whether it should be given in patients uh, who are uh, diabetic patients who are on many blood thinners so Uh, but uh, we can't make any uh, special uh, segregation uh, especially in terms of vaccine so we have uh, in patients who are suffering from kidney diseases so the we have some guidelines uh, that is from the indian society of nephrology or indian society of organ transplantation so what our guidelines tell is vaccines should be given to everyone uh, uh, especially Uh, if at all they are on a, they have underwent a, uh, kidney transplantation if they have underwent kidney transplantation in less than 6 months we should avoid giving this vaccine after 6 months of post transplantation they can take the vaccine all dialysis patients can take uh, vaccine and even if they are on blood thinners they can still take a vaccine but there may be some uh, minor uh, Uh, adjustments when if they uh, underwent a dialysis today so on that day we tell them not to take an injection only because of the basic reason that this injection has to be given uh, to the muscle intramuscular uh, uh, route of administration so uh, on a dialysis days they would have been given some blood thinners called as heparin Uh, so that if you give on the same day in any intramuscular injections so there may be a risk of some uh, hematoma or uh, blood getting uh, uh, extravasated and uh, it may cause some problems other than that there is no harm in uh, taking vaccines and when you talk about efficacy how effective are these vaccines in patients who are suffering from kidney disease especially those who are on dialysis or those who have underwent transplantation so it is said that the antibody response may not be as good as we see in a general population especially in dialysis patients and those who have underwent a kidney transplantation 
so basic reason is these patients were already immunosuppressed so they may not uh, mount uh, antibody response as is equivalent to that from we compared to a general population so but having said that so it still is beneficial because so the disease uh, morbidities of the disease and the risk to life is significantly reduced after taking a vaccination so if at all a uh, transplant patient gets an uh, gets infected by a covid-19 infection uh, the chances of the uh, by taking if he has taken a vaccine earlier so the severity of the illness can be say, uh, definitely reduced and also the mortality risk that is the risk to life is also significantly reduced so that is the reason uh, the all the guidelines says that uh, the vaccine can be safely given and there like any other vaccines there are some minor uh, uh, vaccine related uh, flu like uh, uh, adverse effects so that is common with most of the vaccines so that uh, easily can be managed uh, either symptomatically and uh, it is not uh, uh, all the patients uh, all those who take the vaccine don't have that so 10 to 20% of the people they may be having flu like reactions that can be easily managed doctor another thing uh, you know before we move out of the uh, the covid related questions uh, that is like uh, you know dialysis is something that you have to the person has to come to the hospital and undergo so and how did this procedure was affected during you know the past one year during the lockdown and when restrictions were placed and how did you manage it yeah as you rightly pointed out in your beginning itself that uh, they have to come to the hospital so the the dialysis patients uh, dialysis there are two forms of dialysis one is peritoneal dialysis and another thing is uh, hemodialysis hemodialysis uh, also there is in center hemodialysis and home hemodialysis home hemodialysis in our country uh, it is not uh, i think only less than 1% of the population receives home hemodialysis its majority of the population receive is in center hemodialysis that means that they have to come to the hospital and get dialysis done either two or three times a week so uh, it is very difficult uh, situation for the hospital hospital management and the doctors so because uh, every time they can't get a, a rt pcr or a rapid antigen test and then and get a dialysis done and go back home so we are entirely dependent on their clinical features so what we used to do or uh, rest of the uh, dialysis centers elsewhere in india we used to do or, or in the whole world is so there is a separate screening area so when they enter the hospital there are two levels of screening once when the time of they entering the hospital at the emergency uh, area then they when they enter the dialysis room so there is a uh, up, uh, the there is a screening area where they are asked few questionnaires about any recent uh, or fever any recent travel anybody in the family has got a fever uh, or any or any symptoms a uh, suspicious of covid-19 so if at all they have a symptom so what we do is we don't deny them dialysis but there is a separate cordoning uh, uh, of these uh, patients and they are dialyzed separately we also uh, send a rt pcr we wait till the results come initial periods the results used to come after two or three days it was very difficult to manage so as the days went by we had uh, like many centers were doing and we used to get the reports within 6 to 12 hours so 
if at all the report used to come after two or three days, then we had to do the dialysis in a, a isolation area. Then if it is, turns out to be negative, he will be uh, mixed with the other patients. And other time, if at all he is positive, he is uh, admitted in a COVID ward and a separate area for dialysis was made. And in the dialysis unit also, so we had all uh, uh, separate uh, uh, suits for the uh, dialysis nurse, the, the housekeeping staff, the doctors, uh, and also the patients. All were strictly uh, uh, given awareness regarding the, how to wear a mask, uh, social distancing, uh, and every bed, uh, the tail end, they used to have a sterile cleanser to wash their hands. So, so these, these were some of the precautions we used to take. But life was very difficult, uh, at least uh, in the months between May to June, uh, where uh, not only in our hospital, most of the hospitals in India, so we, there used to be shortage of supplies, which is shortage of the consumables used for dialysis, the shortage of the heparin, which we use for dialysis. So many of the centers, uh, we had to cut down the dialysis from three times a week to two times a week dialysis. Sometimes we used to promote them to go for peritoneal dialysis, which is a home hemo, uh, at, uh, like where the peritoneal dialysis is done at home itself. Uh, sometimes we used to uh, uh, tell them uh, to uh, restrict their uh, fluids and salt and try to, we used to get them uh, only two times a week dialysis. So all these uh, adjustments has to be made uh, from the patient's end and the hospital uh, so that so we could offer them treatment at the same time. Uh, we should be wanted to see them that they, uh, they don't get infected and they don't uh, get... Uh, hospitalized uh, now doctor another uh, thing that i wanted to ask you is that march 11th is uh, observed yeah. as world kidney day so yeah. how prevalent is our kidney diseases in our country and uh, what are the most common types yeah uh, world kidney day is uh, celebrated uh, every year uh, on the second uh, week of march on the second thursday so the main uh, message, uh, what uh, this thing is to create awareness among the general public so that they can, uh, because uh, the ones they get affected, uh, because most of the diseases are chronic and they progress to end-stage kidney disease. And the only options when they reach end-stage kidney disease are dialysis or transplantation. So a uh, lot of thrust uh, is uh, on uh, the prevention of the kidney diseases, actually. Uh, so as you asked, uh, who are these patients who develop kidney diseases, uh, uh, especially those who are diabetic patients, especially who are hypertensive, those who have a family history of kidney disease, those who are, uh, who are suffering some cardiac diseases, uh, elderly individuals, uh, or those who are on some medications which are uh, which make them more prone to develop kidney disease. These uh, are the population whom we need to educate them. So, and we need to tell them to undergo simple screening tests so that these diseases can be detected very early uh, uh, in, the, in the course of the disease. And in very when detected very early, they can as well uh, the disease can be reversed. Uh, and if they have already have developed a, uh, advanced kidney disease, so we have to try measures uh, or medications to slow down the disease. So every year, this World Kidney Day comes with a different theme. Uh, the theme for this year is 
living well with the kidney diseases so what is actually means is so unfortunately this kidney failure uh, disease uh, there is we are from uh, for many years uh, other than dialysis and transplantation there is no other uh, treatment option so treatment what i mean is there is no cure so we need to just do a replacement uh, solution for a kidney failure so dialysis is not a treatment it is a replacement so same thing is a kidney transplantation the patient has to take immunosuppressive medications lifelong and there are it comes with lot of side uh, adverse effects with the medications so what we need to uh, there are many patients who for many reasons they may not be able to afford for this type form of treatment and there is lot of uh, suffering morbidities so we need to uh, see uh, how they can still live well uh, with this kidney diseases there may be lot of depression uh, psychosocial problems socio economic problems so so the theme of this this world kidney day is uh, to make them uh, uh, cope up with this problems and how they can uh, still uh, live a, a good life in spite of all these problems okay? and lot of thirst is Uh, towards uh, preventing kidney diseases so uh, no, uh so doctor i think uh, we'll come to the end of the podcast now that you spoke about you know a lot of uh, uh, effort should go into the prevention of these uh, diseases so any advice that you would like to give to people who are listening to this podcast on how to you know maintain the health of their kidneys and you know what can be done so uh, how to keep our he- kidneys healthy so there are few tips what we can do to keep our kidneys healthy one is we can stay hydrated as drinking plenty of fluids will help your kidneys function properly we need to follow a healthy diet uh, if you are a habit of smoking we should avoid stop smoking and avoiding uh, too much of alcohol stay fit and active we need to exercise regularly so we need to monitor blood glucose we always feel that i don't have high blood sugars or high blood glucose level so other if only if you test you will come to know uh, that uh, you do have a, a diabetes or a hypertension so once you are 30 or above we need to monitor our blood glucose and blood pressure periodically and also we need to check our blood cholesterol levels and once you turn 30 or 40 years better you get your kidney function test simple test a simple urine examination and a serum creatinine so will uh, tell you whether you are at uh, risk of developing a, a kidney disease so these simple tips are enough to keep your kidneys healthy um so sure, doctor i think those were uh, some fantastic uh, inputs that you have given us and i'm sure that those people who are listening to this podcast uh, will uh, take back a lot of lessons after listening to this uh, thank you so much for joining and giving your inputs to uh, deccan herald it was a great pleasure having you on our show thank you thank you amar sharif thank you thank you sir that's all in today's episode tune in this evening on a news update podcast from the newsroom to catch all the exciting developments of the day and to get the news while it's still budding for latest news and updates log on to www.deckenherald.com check out our e-paper at www.deckenheraldepaper.com to read news on the go sign up to our telegram channel t.me/deckenheraldnews keep up with the news from your interested sphere by downloading the all new deckenherald app in which you can personalize have quick glance at news shots check highlights and even listen too you can get it from google play store and apple app store and you can find the links to the same in the description